welcome to episode 13 of Our Little Talks podcast. Today is the first anniversary of the release of our first episode. Uh, November 26th, 2020 was the release of our first episode. I was waiting for some applause there. So we've made it one full year of podcasts. We've only, this is only the 13th episode, so we're averaging just slightly over one episode a month. Your thoughts on that? One and a half episodes per month. Um, I don't think it's one and a half. I'm not a mathematician, but I'm pretty sure it's not. I don't remember how to do averaging, so I couldn't help you with that I don't remember how to do math, so. I never knew how to do math, but. I I real I want to be good at math, but but nevertheless, um, yeah, we recorded our first episode on what we always call Thanksgiving Eve. Today is actually the day after Thanksgiving, so it's not truly the anniversary. Well, it is. Well, it's the release. The release date was the twenty sixth, which oh, I believe okay, was okay. the same day that we recorded it, because this is a leap year. Yeah. So I think no, the twenty sixth last year was a Wednesday night. Okay, yeah. So one year anniversary of the recording and release. So this. Is technically season two. This is a big day. This is technically season two for those podcasts that break everything up into seasons, which we don't. But if we did, this would be season two. <laughs> so your welcome thoughts, to season two, everybody. Your thoughts on the first year of this podcast? Frankly, I thought we would have done a lot more podcasting than we did. I blame you. <laughs> I blame How is you. this my fault? Well, I blame <clears throat> um, time management. I blame time management. Mm-hmm. Part of it's the new job that I have, so yeah. Um, about halfway through, when, the, halfway through the first season of our podcast, um, the time management was not good, and there also there wasn't a lot. I mean, there's not always a lot to talk about. No, yeah. If we if we podcasted every week, we then talk we would, every we day. Run, yeah, but some what we talk about it would you know yeah things that, that, that are exciting. not not very interesting. But th- I feel like if we, you know, podcasted every week, we would run out of things to talk about, and then we wouldn't have a podcast. Yes. If people that do it every day, there's some people that podcast almost every day, but they get guests, and then they bring the guests on, and they, they do a little chit-chat. Or they have, like, special topics and stuff. Sure. They don't just, you know, absolutely sit down and go for absolutely. it like we do. Um, but, yeah, um, I've enjoyed this uh, adventure. Um, yeah, it's I'll, been fun. Press on even even longer. We'll have to do it a little bit more often because, um, I don't know why I don't know why we need to do it more often. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, great. And uh, let's move on to topic number two: Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving. We kind of covered a lot of Thanksgiving stuff last year, um, so it, it, a lot if we. We could potentially regurgitate a bunch of stuff, and I don't want to do that. So, um, just a brief recap. <clears throat> brief. Recap. Well, we'll see. We'll see how brief it, it ends up being. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Macy's parade again yes. this yes. year. <clears throat> it was actually a parade again. Last year it wasn't really a parade. Um, and um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, but this year it was actually back to the parade, um, moving down the street, not pre-recorded, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to watch a lot of it because your mom had been slowly preparing the Thanksgiving meal all week. Yeah. And there were lots of dirty dishes and pots and mm-hmm. pans and things from the morning. Um, so while the bird was in the oven, I was um, washing dishes and things for her so she could take a little take a little break from all that. Um, we had actually ordered pizza 
on Wednesday night mm-hmm. because your mom was like, hey, what should I? She was going to make like this big meal. And I'm like, you've been make, preparing yeah. the <laughs> Thanksgiving rest, meal you know? all week. Let's take a break. Let's order some pie. Let's order some pizza pie. Yeah. So we did that. But I also spent, so I didn't get to see a lot of the parade. So right now I'm trying to think of anything that actually happened during the parade that I saw. I saw a couple of Broadway performances. Surprisingly, last year I knew who a lot of the people performing on floats were. This year I didn't really know. I wasn't really I interested remember. in that. I, there, I knew some of the people, but I don't remember. I knew of, of names of people, yes. but I didn't like know them. Uh, the standout for me is Harry Connick Jr. as Daddy Warbucks. In, I think it's uh, funny that his name Annie is Daddy Live. Warbucks. Like he, I, I watched the Daddy performance Warbucks? at the beginning, and because he made money off the war. Hello, Daddy Warbucks. Is that actually why his last uh, that's name is Warbucks? That's a guess. I don't, I'm not an, a little orphan no, Annie the um, Warbuck, historian. The Warbuck but, part is, the daddy part is what I'm saying. Because who is, he's the dad. Is that what Annie calls him? She calls Let's him, Google it. She calls him Daddy Warbucks? Why is he called Daddy Warbucks? According to Wikipedia, in the popular TV show... Uh, I don't know what Breaking Bad has to do with anything. <laughs> I don't, all right, never mind. I don't care enough about that. Um... If you want to know it, I don't rely before. on this podcast. Google it. I haven't either. I never saw the the original movie or the play. I remember a, a Saturday Night Live episode in the eighties where <clears throat> Eddie Murphy played a guy who was going to jump off of a building because he hated living in New York City. And then the actual mayor of New York, Ed Ed Koch, came out and tried to convince him that New York was a great place. And one of the things he mentioned was Broadway. And then right after he mentioned Broadway. Um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus came out dressed as Annie yeah. and was singing the song, you know, The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eddie Murphy was kept yelling at her to shut up. <laughs> and then she kept singing. Um, something just happened. Having. Oh, I know what happened. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Anyway, Eddie Murphy pushed her <laughs> off the ledge of the building. <laughs> and then Ed Koch said, now that was very hostile. That's really my only exposure to Annie. I other than that I the, watched. I know some of the songs. I Hard believe, Knock Life and yeah, Sun Will Come Out Sun Tomorrow. Come out blah, tomorrow. Blah, but. I believe I watched like three scenes of it in a hospital waiting room one time. Oh, that's weird. I don't remember you ever watching there. any. I don't remember ever watching anything from Annie. I know that my cousin Annie was really <laughs> into Annie for a while when she was younger. All right, well. She really liked it, if I remember correctly, which makes sense. Her name's Annie. She was a redhead. Annie in the in the comic strip and in the movie and in all that is a redhead. Anyway. There was a comic strip for that's Annie? That's Little Orphan Annie. Yeah, it was a comic strip, radio show. Come on. It's a bit excessive if you ask that's me. How you, that's how it was so popular. It was actually really popular. Billions of people around the world would... Would read it every day. I don't know if that's true or not. The the radio <clears throat> is that that's the radio program with the make sure you program? drink your Ovaltine or whatever. Yeah, always drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> a crummy commercial. Exactly. That's from uh, Christmas. Uh, a Christmas story, which I'm sure we'll be watching this Christmas and reviewing uh, for the podcast. Probably. Anyway, I don't remember much about the parade. Uh, I missed the baby Yoda balloon. In fact, I think I missed most of the balloons. I didn't really watch it much because I was very busy. And then, um, 
your grandparents all showed up. Yes. And yeah. so we're kind of chit-chatting with them as the parade went by. And so we couldn't, uh, your sister kept talking over the Lenape Indians because every year the you Lenape. You were the one and, talking over Your this. sister was, I kept trying to get the point across that I wanted to hear this because this is the actual interesting part of the parade. Oh, that's right. I remember now. And finally sorry. just yelled at her and said, you ruined Thanksgiving, Ariane. And said, I'm sorry. It was a big mess. My favorite part of the parade was when the New York City Police Department band was walking down the street. <laughs> And your sister mockingly and jokingly said, defund the police. <laughs> yeah. And then she said, uh, re, what'd she say? Redistribute police Redistribute funds. police funds. <laughs> but the good news was she was just making fun of the defund the police um, stuff. Probably both sides of that whole argument. Was she, though? She was making fun of it. She was, she was making fun of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you never finished what you were saying about Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> he looked weird with the bald head because it wasn't really, it didn't shave his head. He probably just put the skull cap over the, well, listen, his regular perfect head of hair. I was going to say, Harry Connick Jr. He's got great hair. He's got some great <clears throat> curls. He can't shave those off. Yes. So it did look a little weird but, and he looked, it just looks weird. I don't picture him as, I don't know. I picture Yul Brenner as the only person thing. that can play bald characters. Go yeah. ahead. Why does he have to be bald? I don't know. That's the character. <laughs> like in I every... Look, in I don't want this to become all about Little Orphan Annie. But in every adaptation, I feel like Daddy Warbucks is always bald. But why? He doesn't have to be bald. Unless it's like important to the plot of the story or something. Maybe he lost his hair in the war. When he was making bucks? <laughs> let's see. Let's read Wiki- oh. the always reliable Wikipedia on Daddy Warbucks. Oliver, quote, Daddy, end quote, Warbucks, <laughs> is a fictional character from the comic strip Little Orphan Annie. He made his first appearance in the New York Daily News in the Annie strip on September 27th, Oh, so the comic came first. That came before. Yeah. Okay. It began as a comic strip. So, so all right, let's try to get to the, to the reason why. Uh, I guess if he's like a beloved comic book character, then it makes sense that he would be have to be bald. But didn't Jamie Foxx play him? I don't know. There's like a really... Uh, oh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. He did play him. Uh, there's like a really detailed backstory for Daddy Warbucks, but... Uh, what is it? Give us he the... made big money during World War One. Is that actually why? It's... That's what it says. Were you just guessing earlier when you said no, that? No, it's just assumed because his last name was Warbucks. It's like Luke Skywalker. Why is his last name Scott? Because he wants to go... Swoosh through the stars. <laughs> so the name, his character name was, names mean things. I thought his name was Daddy Warbucks because his last name was Warbucks. Well, you gave him the name based on where... A lot of characters, their names used to mean something. You just give them a name. You just gave him... So his name, Warbucks, it's obvious why his name was Daddy Warbucks. He was a member of the Freemasons. Anyway, all right, so that answers the question, and <laughs> I was correct, Mason? as usual. <laughs> Why it was because it... he made a lot of money during World War One. Okay, anyway. And there you have it. Thanksgiving it finally, for it. We finally did something valuable on this podcast. We, um, we explained where Daddy Warbucks got his last name, and I didn't even have to look it up because I just guessed. It says he made a lot of money in World War One. There you go.
How about those Lions? <laughs> about the Detroit Lions game? I didn't watch it last I year. I didn't watch it. Which is weird because they're even worse this year. Um, I kind of had it on. I was After after lunch, I was um, washing dishes, and so I had it pulled up on the old laptop, and uh, they lost. Uh, they lost again. And um, don't care, really. It, it, the, the ship has sailed. The ship has sailed on that. Um, it's uh, as if someone I know basically said it's an abusive relationship between Lions, the Detroit Lions, and their fans. The fans think they need us. They need our support. And the fans and then the Lions are like, you know, just terrible and don't really care about the fans. But they'll take their money from them. And, and there's mani- no... It's manipulative. There's n- there, it's, it's yeah, manipulative. well, and there's it's also no reason to feel the good team because fans keep coming and filling yeah. the stands every week and buying the gear. So why would the Ford family, who are business people, first... The Ford family owns the Detroit yes, Lions? Yes. Why they would do. they <laughs> why would they pour extra money into it if you're going to keep coming out win or lose? You're going to keep showing up. Yeah, listen. I don't really The coaches change. Listen. The coaches change. <laughs> the quarterbacks change. The running backs change. Yeah. The offensive linemen change. Mm-hmm. The kickers and the punters change. They change. The defensive linemen, the defensive backs, it's a revolving door mm-hmm. of all those people. There's only one thing, two things that remain constant: losing, and the, and the misery fan. of the oh. fans who continue to show up week after week, and say, "Why do they do this to me every year?" And continue to doing to follow to this blind. They follow this weird, blindly loyal mentality because they think if I suffer along with this team for sixty years and they finally win the Super Bowl, I can tell people I was there the whole time. It's not which worth is it. silly. See, I'm not I a used to be person, when I was so that just... when I was young. I used to think that way. I do not think that way anymore. When yeah. my teams, when the teams that are around stink, I turn them loose. When they're good, I pay close closer attention. So you're a fair weather fan. Sure. What's not to, I absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's label it. Let's do that. Absolutely. What's wrong with that? <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. My thing is, I'm not a big sports person. I don't care about sports really at all. And let me just so say something. About I don't that. understand the. The obsession and like to well, me, it's like, why would you? Why you know? I don't know that I purposefully tried to, well, to no keep you guys from being fans oh, of sports. I see what you're saying, um, but I'm glad you're not. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, I think it's a waste of time. I, I don't. Well, okay. I like a little civic pride. It's fine. I think there's some civic pride, and it's fun to watch a game. Yeah, but living and dying with them. And I mean, and they owe ten and one. That means they have there's zero wins, ten losses, and a tie this year. They're on. They could possibly become the first team to never win in, a game. To never win a game twice. Oh, twice. Okay. Because wow. Because so many several years ago, I don't remember when it was. They went zero and sixteen. This year, there's seventeen games. So they're going to go zero and seventeen, but they tied. Okay. So if they lose six more games. You know what I mean? Yeah. And why? And my question would be: Why would you will let that affect you so much? Why would you week to week? So I I have a friend mm-hmm. who's the biggest Lions fan I've ever met in my life. Do they listen to you this? You know podcast? they don't. You know who this person is. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Two weeks ago, he said, "I can't take it anymore." He said, "I can't stomach it anymore. I'm done." This okay? This guy. This is what it, he's he's like. I can't take. And I was like, just stick with it. Yeah. Go for it. You know. Just don't 
it, there's no, yeah, there's no, I can understand if you were a Packers fan, they actually win the Super Bowl once in a while. And they're, they're actually a good team every year. So I can kind of understand that, but I don't understand anymore. It's the best thing that could happen is that the Lions packed up and moved to St. Louis or something and changed their name. <laughs> I did everybody here did everybody here a favor for all the people that can't cut loose. They I, would probably still follow them to St. Louis. They would I'm move. still a fan. They would move. No, they wouldn't move, no, but they, they would, would still root for them. Um, I take back so what I said. I don't care that they won, lost, whatever. Um, Goodbye. Good riddance. Next. I, I take back what I said about it being a waste of time. I don't think it's a waste of time. It's fine if you like sports. No, I don't think it's a waste. And want to enjoy, you know, a day at the ball game. It can or be a waste of time. But I think there comes a point where you're so obsessed with it, and like people like destroying cities and like rioting because their team lost. Then, then it's weird. Then yeah, it's when like you're you old, have a psychological problem. Okay. They were all, when they were zero and six. That pretty much eliminated them any chance they were going to go to the playoffs. Why I keep watching every week? Just yeah, why? just it's over. Why? Why? Um, I'm gonna read you a text actually related to this, and I don't agree with any. I don't agree with a single word of this text. <laughs> this is from a relative. Here's what they said. You ready for this? Listen to this. Who is Listen this? Listen to this nonsense. This? <laughs> this is a beloved uh, cousin of mine. I can't see being a Lions, name. Being a Lions fan builds important life skills. Dealing with failure by finding irrational hope in the future. All right. Learning from your own failure. That's different. Learning than... to deal with your own failure and find hope is different than enduring or taking it personally the failures of 22 yeah. complete strangers. <laughs> Unconditional loyalty. Uh, that's not a good. Unconditional that's loyalty not is a not good a good skill. Character trait. You shouldn't have <laughs> unconditional loyalty. <laughs> that's sure. Like... You tried to cut off my uh, foot with, <laughs> with a, a chainsaw, <laughs> but I'm unconditionally loyal to you. Yeah. And then they said, when you tell someone you're a lion, <laughs> when you tell someone you're a lion's fan, there's a perfect balance of pity and respect. I don't want anybody's respect or pity based on what I don't what think team. anybody respects you for being... Like, that's not something where people are like, I have a lot of respect for that guy. I don't guy. know if He's this, if this relative is listening, but I don't respect you or pity you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who I is love this you. that said this? It's a cousin of mine. That's saying the name on... on it's well, a you can show it to me. I'm, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. All I'm going to say camera. is... Or you, off, you, off I don't respect or pity you for that. It's not... Come on. Yeah, if I if I, I, I think we somebody, just alienated three of our five listeners. I think if I am gonna have somebody respect me, I don't want it to be for the sports team that I root for. I want it to be for my character and you know my yes. the things that I do for people. I, yeah. Yeah. Who cares? And if cares, I want I people to pity for. me, I can do that another way. Like I used to get like oh I used to be all against the Fairweather fan thing oh I, uh, oh you're a big Duke basketball fan well, let me guess and then you'd rattle off you know whoever won let me guess if it was like 1990s early 90s oh let me guess you're a Toronto Blue Jays fan too because they were oh, yeah. winning World Series and but it's fine it's just a, it's it's just a diversion that's all it is a there's a reason look the there's a life. reason why um government officials and corporations are willing to shell out billions of dollars for football stadiums 
but very little money from it, schools. It helps control the masses. Bread and circus. <laughs> Bread and circuses. Bread and circuses, people. Look Pen-M it up. I'm not going to explain the Hunger it to Games. You. I'm not, gonna explain, I'm not going to explain history to you people. I'm not a history teacher anymore. You're going to have to look these things up. Bread and circuses. But again, there's nothing wrong with a ball game here and there. And if your team's good, maybe you get the ball, football game on the radio while you're doing yard work. Yeah, or, and you know, if it's, it's like okay a, to it sit down and like watch a game. bonding experience. But to be like... To be so totally obsessed to with like, it that it runs your I knew life. a guy that would beat his head on the wall. Why are they doing this to me every year? It's like, they're not. You, you are. are. Like, there's videos of people on the internet, like, throwing, like, breaking their TVs. And to yeah, me, it's like... Just, I'm sorry. If you, I don't think there's you should break your TV for any reason. Other than you should probably just get rid of your TV, but... But, like... Just Destruction uh, of physical... Just generally. Or physical. Destruction of property is, like... That's a red flag. A red flag to what? To people. It's a red flag. Of, do you not know what a red flag is? I know is? what a red flag is. <laughs> <laughs> of course I know what that means. But why is that a red flag? I mean, destroying your own TV as a sign if someone of unbalance. So, yeah, you're unbalanced. It's a red flag. If someone gets so upset that they're going to break things, that's a little scary. It's a red flag. You don't know these people. There's a movie called The Bronx Tale. I may have brought this up before. I've, have I talked about this before? I don't know. I've seen the okay, movie The so, Bronx Tale, though. Um, and there's a character named... Um, they, they call him C. He's a little kid. And he witnesses um, the neighborhood gangster killing someone. And he doesn't rat him out to the cops. So then the, the, the guy... Um, Sonny is his name. He calls the little kid over to this bar and wants to thank him for not ratting him out. And the kid's wearing a Yankees hat. I think you have brought this up before. Probably, I may have. And anyway. he says to him, are you a Yankee fan? And he said, yeah. And he said, we must be pretty upset about them losing the World Series. And this was after, this is taking place after the Pirates beat the Yankees in the World Series. And they beat them in Game 7, uh, game-ending home run by Bill Mazeroski. And the little kid says, I hate Bill Mazeroski. He made Mickey Mantle cry. And then Sonny says to him, is that what you're worried about? Mickey Mantle? <laughs> and he says, you know, you know how much money, how yeah. much money does your, old, does your old man make? His dad was a bus driver. And he said, I don't know. And he says, you don't know. He's like, Mickey Mantle makes $100,000 a year. Yeah, he doesn't care. And he said, if your old man can't pay the rent, go ask Mickey Mantle and see what he says. Yeah, Mickey and Mantle he's like, doesn't Mickey care Mantle about you. Mickey Mantle doesn't care about you. <laughs> Why should you care about him? And then he says, I never thought about the Yankees the same way again after that. Because, yeah, Mickey Mantle don't pay the rent. <laughs> he says Mickey Mantle doesn't pay the rent. It's, it's, why, are you so, why do you care if, yeah. if so much about it? You know what yeah. I mean? Why would you care? Mickey Mantle doesn't care about you. Obviously, why like, do you care the about players like, care about winning sure they do. stuff they want to win. But they get paid fine, whether or not they get, win or lose. Get a, rational, get a rational viewpoint about this stuff. Think, people. Think. Grow up. <laughs> it's time to grow up people okay anyway enough of that because lions you know anything else about thanksgiving um your sister and i made the pumpkin pie again per tradition for like 15 years running i think we've been doing that um i got one piece of it it was really good i I think i got got two piece of it 
it's fine. I made it for the others of the, that were visiting. You were, yeah, giving thanks. To what them. else? What else happened on Thanksgiving? Anything? Uh, well, we we watched Christmas we Eve on yeah, Sesame Yeah, I was just saying we don't have to not, discuss it because we talked about we that last year. We did that last year. People are going to think it's a repeat if we. Talk yeah, they're about like, oh, I already heard this one. I mean, I may have off. done that same exact rant about the lions last year. It's quite possible. You know, I couldn't tell you, but you very. It's very possible. Could have. Um, so if you, yeah, I'm pretty sure, and I will probably give that rant again because it's something that I've grown to over the years. Again, just sports, fine, it's fun. Civic pride, enjoy the game, um, but don't have a good don't time. Take a, eat a hot dog, but know, calm down. Yeah, it's like you know your favorite I don't know. celebrity. Do people eat hot dogs at baseball? Or it's football like games? the Jaw Rule thing, the Dave Chappelle <laughs> joke about Jaw Rule. After 9-11, he's watching MTV, and they said, we have Ja Rule on the phone. Uh, he's going to give us some thoughts on this tragedy, and he's like, who cares what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this? I don't want to dance. I'm scared to death. And he's like, it's not like I'm sitting around my house <laughs> and things are going wrong, and, and I start saying, someone please find Ja Rule so I can make sense of all this. <laughs> like, same thing yeah. with sports and celebrities and all that. I mean... I don't care about, I don't know, I don't care. Your value of a football player is to entertain me on a Sunday. I don't care about their vaccine stance. Now, hold on. No, I'm just kidding. Now, wait a second. <laughs> Are you saying that you don't want wait, the, co- the COVID coronavirus thing to come to an end? Let's move on. Yeah, let's not. too political. <laughs> let's not talk about that. Uh, what else? I don't think there was anything else about Thanksgiving. No. Today we decorated the house for Christmas. Yeah, we put, put the Christmas the tree, tree up. The tree. Um, yes, earlier in the week I put Christmas lights along the roof of the house. You did a, I've you never did a done stupendous that job. It's really great. This is where I'm at in, uh, as I approach the age of 50. You're I'm putting, now I'm putting, putting Christmas, Christmas lights on the house <laughs> and going antique shopping with my wife. Uh, well, I've been going antique shopping with your wife a lot longer yeah. than you have. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, and actually purchasing, mom, by, actually by purchasing uh, items. Yeah. Which, oh, speaking of that, I bought something today, which you're not supposed to do apparently, because <laughs> today is Black Friday, and um, depending on, I, I used to make a big deal of, you know, I get a 100% discount on Black Friday, because I don't buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> they always have like the sales, you know, fifty percent off for Black Friday, and I was always like, I'm I get a hundred percent off because I don't buy anything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've never been Black Friday shopping before. Uh, I have, but not very often. Um, and today is Buy Nothing Day. That's another thing that um, it came up years ago, I think. But is it like a statement on capitalism, or is it just like people being people? Um, it's not a statement on capitalism. <laughs> Um, every every episode, I forget to turn off the ringer on my stupid phone and get a text. Um, I think it is a statement on capitalism, but I think it's more a state of it's a statement on consumerism. Okay, there you go. Yeah, um, the greed that, of humanity. Right. We've had Thanksgiving, and thank you, Lord, for all the blessings. And now then I'm gonna we're go gonna punch rush out in the face for a TV. We're gonna rush out and get the get in line for the Turbo Man doll or whatever. It's yeah. um, but. You know, I'm not, I'm not, buy nothing day, I mean, okay, so you didn't buy anything today, but are you still buying Christmas presents for people? Yeah. Are you? I, it seems like a useless gesture to me. You, yeah, if I you mean, don't, you're still going to buy something. Are if you, you not? If you don't want to participate in Black Friday, by all means, do what you will, right. but you don't have to 
Yeah. Be so self righteous about it. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on now. Wait a second. <laughs> that sounds like you're throwing shade at all the. If anyone listening that does buy nothing Uh-oh. day. Slow down. No, I was going to say if <laughs> anyone listen. listening does buy nothing day. I might have to edit this out here. With, no, with I was going to say if anyone listening does buy nothing day. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I you was just joking. I was you kidding. weren't joking. I, I think wasn't you joking. Really meant that. I meant it with all my heart, but I was joking. Yeah, I, I it's fine to like, like I said, I used to be like, yeah, I get a hundred percent discount because I I don't go out on Black Friday, and I'd put it on social media and that. But I, you know, today I actually I spent a lot of money today because we went grocery shopping, <laughs> um, and your I mom didn't. and I bought a antique. I spent sixty dollars. It's today. not really an antique, but um, it's more like a someone. It's a bench for our um, kitchen table. Kitchen table, because we have three regular chairs and we were using folding chair. But um, yeah. Anyway. You got a bench. Buy nothing day. It's buy nothing. Look, people are going to do what they want to do, and I'm sure that I think a lot. Well, yeah. But I mean, that wasn't. I didn't buy anything. No, (laughs) but also, you know, look. I don't know. I don't like to get all judgy. I was really. I love to in be the, judgy. In the past, I was really judgmental, and I. No, I tried. I not probably to be got so a little judgy. judgy on the whole sports thing earlier when I was ranting. That's all right. Um, but I don't like to look. I don't Do like, what you I want. I don't like to get all sanctimonious, which is which is you know, has been a problem of mine in the past, and I've been working on that over the years to, a little less. <laughs> A little less, um, a little less sanctimony. Uh, patting myself on the back for being better than the guy with the speck in his eye, you know. Yeah, take so, the beam out of your eye. So first. go ahead, don't buy anything today. Fine. See if I it's care. Fine. Don't buy anything. Buy something. Don't buy something. Buy everything. Not in my business. Not my problem. Buy I can't, everything I can't, if you want. I can't worry about the things I can't control. I, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I get. Do that. you understand what I'm saying right now? <laughs> I'm grasping. The I concept. spent money on a bench today. I okay. It was supporting a local business, though. Yeah, that's good. I didn't I, go to Walmart I love... and buy a cheap TV, like a really crummy TV, for two hundred dollars. It was something that your mom wanted for Christmas or her birthday for, her shabby for this chic year. Farmhouse decor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now I actually probably could have built the bench looking at it, but looking at the. Um, I'm making faces at you. <laughs> yeah, you can't see, but she's making faces, even though she knows I can build stuff. No, you could have definitely done. I that. could have built that, but the cost of materials right yeah. now is probably about what it would have cost. What it actually cost to buy, to buy it. Yeah. That's all. And you know what? Supporting local antique shops is one sure. of my passions. And they were, and the the ladies there were like really friendly, and they antique were like hugging each other, people. and they were like, "I love you." And they were, they someone had bought cookies in, oh, home baked nice. cookies. Did you get some? Uh, they offered me one, but I'd eaten like three or four cookies before we left. That where'd were you get here cookies? In that tin can out there. Oh that, yeah. But um, they had made some cookies that were white with a little yellow. M&M in the middle. And then like they an had, egg? Yes. And then they had two sticks of pretzel oh. sticks and they were bacon and egg cookies. That's cute. I don't remember what the white um, the white part of the cookie was. Was it frosting or was it like no, uh, some sort it of was sugar hard. cookie? I don't remember. Well, don't remember it doesn't it matter. But it it's, it's a matter. really cute idea. It matters not. It matters not. Right. Cute idea. 
But anyway, yeah, and they were like, it was just nice. It was it was nice. It was. Um, I like the the did my part because tomorrow's local business day. So oh, a lot yeah. of people who probably do the well, buy nothing day probably rush out on local business day to support local business. Tomorrow's the Sabbath, so we can't do a local business day. Unfortunately. What? What? Tomorrow. Why would we? Why would we support local businesses anyway? Um, this is true. <laughs> this is true. All right. So um, what else? Should we talk about the the movie Dune? We should talk about. I mean, the it's movie been a Dune. it's been a it's been a minute since we've seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's been um, a hot minute. Um, we did go see Dune, and yeah. I liked it enough that I actually went and uh, I was going to get the get the the book from the library, but they never have the first book at it. the library. They so I went and I actually bought a set. It's three the first three books of the Dune series. I, normally they're like twenty bucks a piece, and I got all three of them for. Twenty dollars. Yeah, I went to the library. And I've read about four hundred pages of it. So How far. many pages is Dune? It's eight hundred and oh, some. You'll be it's done. Sitting in no right time. over there, but I'm not going to reach over and make too much noise, probably. And read it. It's not worth it. To, it's eight hundred and some pages. We don't need the exact yeah. number, but I've. I uh, I went to the library to see if I could find a copy, and they don't have the actual Dune series. They have like a the prequel. ones written by his son. Is it by his son? Yeah. They have then they have the ones written by his son, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want these. I want Dune, you know. <laughs> All right. So the important thing about the Dune movie is Timothy Chalamet, yes. isn't it? That's the only reason I went to see it. Your boy. Your boy, Timothy Chalamet. I did not go to see it just because of Timothy Chalamet. This is not true. I actually was interested in seeing it because it seemed to be like a cinematic experience, which it was. I really really enjoyed it. But Timothy Chalamet being in it did not hurt, you know? Here's one thing about Dune that I liked. Some of the most convincing digital effects I've ever seen. It was really good. Because a lot yeah. of time when you digitally use digital effects, they don't light things properly. Mm. But this movie, they did. They had like digital explosions, and when they would go off, the lit, they would be lit from behind so that they were all in silhouette, like people running. Yeah. Where normally they don't use the lighting properly when they use like blue screen. So they would still be visible, even though there's an explosion behind well, them. Well, maybe they were real explosions. They weren't. Oh, you, I went you and looked researched. It up. I looked it up, and it was All like right. a CGI explosion. And they lit... Yeah, I thought the digital effects were really good. Was it was convincing. really pretty. It was like, like aesthetically to look at, the whole thing was very it pretty. Was, it was convincing. And the cast was great. I think everybody did a great job. Sure, Oscar Isaac was good. Yeah, the mom, the woman who played the mom The woman was who good. played the mom. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember her name. Her is name is Jessica, but I don't remember the name of the actress. Yes. Um, the other who thing. Who else was in it? Zendaya, Josh Brolin. It's an all-star cast. Your boy Aquaman was in it. I, yeah, and it's not my boy, but... <laughs> Your boy Aquaman, I don't remember his name. Jason Momoa. There you go, the guy that played Aquaman. Didn't yeah. see Aquaman, but I know he played uh, Aquaman. Zendaya. Um, one thing, um, I haven't been to a movie theater in forever, but... Uh, I have. There was a person sitting in front of us, and he was talking to his daughter very quietly, like, describing what was... the Like, he was obviously a fan of the book or something. Yeah. And then he... Um, was like whispering to her and like right in front of me and i'm trying to listen to what they're just they're yeah. like explaining the backstory <laughs> on the screen yeah. all i'm hearing is him, so, him. I, yeah. so i got up and moved a couple rows back yeah we uh my and, friend and, and i we were, were confused because like, we were like guy? what what did we do something like we were, <laughs> we didn't know why yeah. you got and this up. is why we don't go to one reason you don't go to movie theaters and 
very much. I've been to the movies a lot. I don't watch a lot of movies. I I went and saw, I've been seeing a lot of Marvel movies. You're a heathen. Sorry. (laughs) I saw, I went and saw The Eternals, which you didn't Mm, see. I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it. I might, but I'm not going to watch it. So I think you'd like it. Um, So we're not going to discuss it since you haven't seen it, but for anybody else out there who's seen it, I liked it. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> You're perfectly of, welcome to like it. A lot like of it. people disliked it, and I thought it was really good. Okay. Good. Um, the other thing about Dune, it was surprising how much stuff Star Wars ripped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew that um, it was inspired, Star Wars w- ripped off a uh, Kurosawa movie, um, The Hidden Fortress. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that, uh, but I didn't realize how much stuff from Star Wars was taken from Dune. Sand crawlers, spice mining, um, people that can use their mind to do the, powers on people. The the voice, like the voice effect, that was really cool. Yeah. That was very cool. They use, where they can say something and Yeah, and, and their voice somebody. gets like super deep and yeah, like total... I was surprised when he did the thing when she was like make me give or make wait, hold on. You don't even make remember me Make me a Make, sandwich. No. <laughs> That's what I would be doing. Make, if I could do that, convince people, I wouldn't be using it. I'd be like, "Make me a sandwich." <laughs> make me, make me dinner. I don't remember how the voice sounded. She but says, it would, "Like, make, make me a sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how it sounded. No, that when she said, "Like, make me give you the water or whatever," because he asked for the water. She's like, "Make me give it to you." Um, I was shocked at first because I didn't know. What, I thought when she said, "Use the voice." That's not in the book. Whatever. I'm just saying. It's not in the book. <laughs> when she said use the voice, I thought she was talking about like a diplomatic voice because they were talking about like how they were gonna go to like a ceremony and then they were talking about him becoming the head of House of Trades. Um, so when she said use the voice, I thought she meant like that voice, that diplomatic voice we've been practicing, like no. or whatever. But it was like an actual like thing, and so I was like, oh, took like you by I surprise, took huh? me by surprise because I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Well, anyway. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. No. It wasn't a bad show. I liked I guess. it. I can't wait for the second one. Well, I th- it, based on the book, it looks like the they're the first. I'm almost at the part where the movie ends. Hold on a second now. How many of these movies are there going to be? Because if you're halfway through the Dune, first book, part one, Dune part two. I don't know if, if they'll they make the other all six, six of the books. books. <laughs> they might just well, do the first Well, this one book. is the longest book, so they probably split it. Okay. Rather than shorten the story into one movie, they just split it into two parts. So it would just be like, but they added a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. So it would probably well, be like, what, it's going to be like eight, eight they actually movies? Cut, they actually cut a lot of stuff. There wasn't, there the stuff that's added isn't really. They, it's unimportant. They changed a couple things, yeah. of things that happened uh, so far from what I've read, but yeah. they've cut the, they've cut a, they've cut the, Cut the fat off. Yeah. So to speak. So. Yeah. Well. Anyway. I liked it. Sure. Um. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is there anything else? Anything else we want to talk about? About Dune or? About Dune. About. Well, didn't we have another topic? Yeah, we got one more topic. Oh, okay. It's um. um Peter Jackson, who's a filmmaker. Um, I actually do book. have something to say about Dune. Oh, go ahead. The music in Dune. 
I don't remember. You I don't, don't remember, remember the music? The music in Dune was absolutely remember. breathtaking. Oh, <laughs> breathtaking. Breathtaking. Oh, yeah, the sandworms. It's like the Sarlacc from yeah. Return of But the you Jedi. remember, like, the, the throne and singing the, and stuff. And the crate dragon from the Mandalorian. It's all Yeah, that's what it reminded stuff. me of, because the crate dragon, like, goes under the sand. Um, but, um... And the main character's name is Paul. It's a biblical name. Just like Main Luke? character of Star Wars is Luke. But anyway, as and I was And in the saying, next movie, there'll be a character called Aaliyah, who's the sister of is Paul. Is she a little girl? Aaliyah. She's a little girl. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if not... Pregnant. I was going to say, if not, they should get Natalia Dyer the to do it. Pregnant, because she looks exactly like And Tiffany she's going to have a little girl, and her name's Aaliyah. A-L-E-I-A. Princess Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not obvious. Princess Leah. Just anyway. waiting for someone named Orlando to betray them in the second movie. <laughs> maybe the doctor's first Orlando. name was Orlando. Orlando. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, get it? The, Orlando. Yeah, we get it. The me- <laughs> Orlando Bloom. There, he can play it. it. Yeah. Um, the what am I saying? I don't know. You're not saying much of anything. The music in Dune was very good, but it was so like in the theater before we went. I had seen on TikTok people were saying like how loud it was when it was right. like the super loud like um, throat singing and stuff like that. So yeah. I was I wasn't expecting it to be as loud as it was though. No, because it was like very very throat loud singing. throat singing. Interesting. You don't remember the the lady singing? I'm not gonna try and replicate it because all. I would I fail miserably. But I just wanted to get out of there. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Okay, well, sorry. I'll play it for you later. But anyway. Mayhap. Our second or our last topic. Maybe. Maybe our last topic. So Peter Jackson, our last filmmaker, scheduled topic. Uh, made a six and six or seven or maybe eight hour. He took the footage of the Beatles preparing to um, perform their final live concert. And it's footage of that has been available for a long time, but he got access to a bunch of it that hasn't been seen and um uh, he made it a little bit a lot longer of a documentary so that people could see more of what was going on in the process because in the past it's always been focused on them arguing and i'll see how much they hated each other or whatever i didn't get that vibe at all no um it was clear that they weren't as close to each other there was this. a bit of distance, you could tell. Yes, but um, they, they were like very open else. about it. They discussed it several times. We watched the first episode last yes. night. We Sorry. haven't watched the other <laughs> ones. But, uh, but they out. openly discuss like, not playing together again or breaking up or um, that they're not as close as they used to be. And Paul McCartney is saying things like, I feel like I'm, you know, not bullying. He's just, he's talking to George Harrison and he's like, I feel like I'm. You know, just telling you what to do, and I don't want it. Yeah. It's basically, they're very open about what's going on. They seemed to have very good communication. I on that one part that you're talking about, where George and him got into a little like, right. That's argument. the famous part that everybody's always seen, but you don't always see everything that happens around around it. Yeah. Because it just made it look like oh, they just hate each other and they're just fighting the whole time. Yeah, but he kept saying like, "Talk to me," and like, with, "Like, let's figure this out," because he right. didn't like want to yeah. offend him or anything but you can tell him that that they're um that they kind of do have good communication though because they were like right even though he was clear he was being a little passive george harrison was being slightly passive aggressive right and at the end of the first he episode, was saying what he, he felt. quits the he quits the band and yeah 
And I didn't know that that happened. And then John Lennon says, we're going to have to get Eric Clapton, which is kind of funny, but... I thought it was funny because Ringo's wife, Maureen, was there, and uh, Paul McCartney walked up to her and was like, G7, D7, like he was listing off guitar chords. And he's like, learn them and you're in. Like he was telling yeah. her, like, you can be in the band. Yeah, and then after they come back from lunch, after George Harrison left, they just kind of go crazy. They start just... It's like they're letting out all this energy and tension yeah. from the whole thing. Yeah, um, nervous energy. Nervous and energy and going nutso before they yeah. band together and quietly say that, you know, that we need to work to get him back to, to finish this. Yeah, and but then the it's, it ends with a One cliffhanger. The, it's a cliffhanger, because, kind of. Yeah, and I'm like, well, what Spoiler happened? Spoiler alert, yeah. they break up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but it is interesting watching them try to piece together songs. Yeah. Because you think of songwriters as they sit down at the piano or the guitar or whatever and they they write the song or whatever, but it's one of them will have like the bits of a song yeah. and, but not all the lyrics and then they'll start playing and the, the yeah. da, 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 and then John Lennon will be like, what about this for the next line? And Yeah. Um, so it's they interesting it watching down. them I thought it was interesting the together. way that they wrote down the music is like the, for like chords and stuff, they remember all that. They don't write that down. But for, like, the words, they write the words down, and they each have their own little, like, yeah. notebook. And, and they, like, wrote, they write down their part to the song. Sure, and they so debate they and dispute over, you yeah. know, that background was vocals. The, that was what kind the of argument was about. set them off. There if was, you want me to, whatever you want me to play, whatever makes you happy, or whatever <laughs> he says, whatever's going to make you happy. But he's not saying it to be a jerk. I think he's really saying, I'll do whatever's going to make you yeah. happy. I think he really meant that, even if that's not what he really wanted to do. Yeah. He sounded a bit passive-aggressive, but maybe it's just the, the accent it barrier. It sounded a bit The accent bit barrier coming but, yeah. coming off weird. But there, yeah. was, there was two moments that were that. like super interesting to me. There was one where like they were waiting for John Lennon. He was late. And they were, Paul McCartney just sat down and started playing and kind of like singing. I don't remember what song it was. Do you I remember? E- I don't either. You don't remember? No. But he was like playing his guitar. Is it his, was it a bass or was it a guitar? Who? Paul, Paul McCartney? He plays the bass. But he had a guitar in that scene. I he remember. may have. He I think play, he was he can playing play guitar. all of this Yeah, stuff. anyway. He was playing the guitar and um, then like George Harrison like picked up his guitar and kind of was playing along and then Ringo went to the drum set and they were playing and just kind of, he was singing and then John Lennon walked in halfway through and then just picked up his guitar and started playing with them. And I just was like, that's crazy because it was a song that I'm like, I've heard this song before. And it's like a famous Beatles song. And but so it I was, was like, probably it's... something they were all experiencing for the first time. Yeah, I'm like, it's weird to see them like figuring yeah, you it just out. Know, when you're a good musician, so, you just know what like, to do. Like, I'm not a musician, but yeah. you just know chord progressions yeah. and oh if they're playing this this is what's next yeah. or whatever they understand i don't know what i'm that. talking about <laughs> i don't know anything about music yeah i know how to strum five or six easy chords on a guitar and play really bad versions of songs but i mean i play the guitar but if someone was like let's just riff around or whatever i'd be like i don't know how like i, I don't know I don't how don't to know do how that to, i don't know how to jam. i don't know what you're talking I don't know about how to jam bro yeah but there was yeah. another moment that was Ooh. really cool where i think it was george and somebody one of their like producers or something they were just like having a normal conversation and in the background you can heal hear Paul the well in the background excuse mm-hmm. me in the background you can hear Paul McCartney playing the piano part to let it be mm-hmm. and that was crazy because it's like 
nobody They're working it out. Nobody knew what that was yet. Not right, even Paul McCartney knew what that was yet. He was just playing like yeah. a piece that he's obviously been working well, on yeah. and it's like an iconic beatles song so it was weird to just like oh they're just having a normal conversation yeah. they're not even paying attention yeah. to him they're probably not even hearing him yeah but i was like that's crazy what i like about this is uh, most doc most of the things they call documentaries are actually just propaganda mm. uh, for a certain point of view and they're edited and uh, to um they're manipulated to ma- to make they're things. edited to um make things assert a, certain a point way. of view and to support that point of view like there's a the movie about the uh, the game changers which is the one about uh, vegan the athletes vegan, yeah they don't have anybody come in and say yeah sure there's some benefits to vegan but here are some of the the, ba- the down yeah side it's to one a vegan point of view, diet and it's supported it's all like by vegan is a superfood and it's you know it's all paid for by vegan organizations by guys who have money in vegan food companies yeah um or michael moore documentaries or you know they're not documentaries they're they there's a point of view and they're made to support that yeah to me a documentary is just like footage it is and like interviews from 60 hours of footage it is edited and it's certain shots are chosen to um by the director shots are chosen to um, well, yeah, there was, but there point was only... out a certain thing that's happening, or it's all edited to make a point. Or he he chooses the shots he thinks are important, but there's no commentary. Yeah, in this, it's just it's all visual you're just and, watching and, audio, and yeah. listening to what's going on in the room. Even though you know no one would sit for sixty hours of that except the director. Yeah. Um. So there is. It's interesting because it's they don't make any commentary on it. They don't cut away to an interview of Paul McCartney saying, saying certain things. Oh, I thought George was being, I thought he was being kind of a jerk there or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just, it just you just yeah. get to see it as it as it happened, sort of. There was like, um, oh, they would pop up and say like you know, captions on the screen, but it wasn't anything like. It right. was just went, like this is what happened. They went to Ringo's house. This or is what whatever. they were doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes, exactly. but that's what I like about it. So it's not, it's not really taking a point of view on the whole thing. It's just presenting. Here's here's, here's what kind of what happened. Yeah. Watch it and make your own. Yeah, there was on only it. a couple the moments. The filmmaker obviously is going. His yeah. viewpoint is going to affect the the. Because um, he's the director, it's going to change the right. way that it comes off. But and even if you watched all sixty hours of footage, you're still seeing. You're not getting the. F- total perspective because you're not a person that was actually there yeah um in the room or know any of those people so uh, yeah there was only one was moment where i where i thought like it was after george had left they were all like sitting around and there was a shot of john lennon kind of like sitting by himself just like staring at the ground and i was thinking like he could just be thinking that could be from earlier in the sure. day and they put it there to make it look like he was sad or something, yeah. which it might've been afterwards. And could've I guess been. there's nothing wrong with necessarily doing that, but it's like, yeah, even if it is like one thing I like accurate uh, you know? that they did, they showed Linda um, Eastman who yeah. became Linda McCartney taking photographs like they're yeah, filming. Cool. And then every once in a while they'd show her snap a picture and then they would, Put, put one the of the pictures up, yeah. up that she had taken. So that They're was kind of cool to see that. It was a good photographer, I, I thought guess. it was cool that they showed, like, Yoko Ono and 
um, her like chatting. Right. Even yeah. But again, that gives you the impression well, they got along pretty well. But it could have yeah. just been. They could have just been being cordial. You yeah. Know? She, they might have hated Linda each other. Linda might have been like, I don't really like her, or but Yoko I'm going to be like, nice I to her because I'm a right? decent person or whatever. Yeah. I'll say it. I have nothing against Yoko Ono. I never met her. I don't know. I don't about know her. her. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. And she it, seems. Yeah. And that's that goes back to the sports fan thing about uh, she broke up the Beatles, man. It's like like uh, you don't know what happened. You weren't there. Yeah, you weren't there. You and why get there. mad? They gave you Maybe. lots of great. They gave you lots of music that you like. Yeah, it's still there. If they'd stayed around ten more years, you'd be like, you know, oh, those last five albums were <laughs> as good as the first ten or whatever. Yeah. So be many, happy. How they many broke albums, up. like not counting like compilations and like re-releases? I have no idea. Ten? Ten? Maybe. I'm just Who's a guess. That's a guess, and I'm not gonna try to rattle them off here and <laughs> no, yeah. and count. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Google it. The, if you want to yeah. know how many of albums they made, Google it. Yeah. I, I honestly can't remember the last time I listened to the Beatles though. So it was probably a couple days ago for me. It's been ages. It's been ages for me. I mean so. they're on a lot of my playlists, so shuffle play i mean when i was younger i listened up. to them all the time so then you just as you get older you just i don't know i don't know if that happens to everybody you just kind of get tired of it i used to really i or not really but i used to not like the beatles it wasn't that i disliked the beatles but it just i was like i don't see the appeal but now that i'm older listening to it i really like it yeah that's in your age group wheelhouse kind of thing now i've heard that the music that I you mean, start liking in high school is the music that you and sort of carries you through. True. But I don't think that's true. Carry, not carries you through, all the music that I liked in high through. school, most of it I listen to it now, I'm like, ooh, that wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, I mean, there's some of it that's fine, but I don't yeah. really spend a lot of time listening to There's lots of new music that I listen to now that, you know. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, you listen yeah. to it so much. Listen to music, certain music, so much. Takes when the you're joy younger, out of it. and then after a while, like ugh, you know, you just you might listen to it once in a while and remember how one thing you feel good. That I whatever, dislike about me. You no. get older, you change your tastes, change your opinions, change your viewpoints, change or whatever. I was gonna say the one thing I dislike about music, but I wouldn't say that it's just something that I wish didn't happen. Was you listen to a song for the first time and it's like, wow, it blows you away and like makes you feel like all these things. And then you listen to it 10 more times and it makes you feel all these things. But then by the 11th time, it doesn't do that anymore. And that I really dislike that because mm-hmm. it's like, I wish I could continue to feel the same. Yeah. Like people say a lot, they're like, what's one song you would like give anything to listen to again for the first time? Or if you could pick one song to listen to again for the first time. So it like captures that. I don't you know. can capture that. Usually, it takes in. me listening to a song four or five times before I know for sure if I really like Sometimes it. Sometimes it, it depends. On I can't who think it of is. a song like right out of oh oh that's an all time classic. <laughs> Maybe uh, Michael Jackson's black or black or white. I'm just kidding. I remember the first time I heard it, but just I don't because I don't remember why I remember the first. I time would I heard say. It. That the one song I'd want to hear again for the first time would be Heat Above by Greta Van Fleet. Okay. And I had I to bring him up there at some point. <laughs> there it is. We're, we're, there we are. Greta Van Fleet. But we can move on. Um, well, if we move on, we can move out because I don't think there's much more to How talk about. How long have about. we been talking? About an hour. Oh, yeah. I, I, Every episode, there's a point where I ask, how long have we yeah, been talking? Yeah, about an hour. We're done. And, and then, then we're like, 20 hey. minutes later, we're like, oh, 
I was just looking up at the clock, and it said 55 minutes, 55 seconds. All fives, bro. Oh, oh, I'm like, what? It <laughs> means something. Probably not. It means I just happened to look up when the clock at, was at about the right to turn moment. to yeah. all, all fives. Anyway. Um, um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Christmas tree's up. We yeah. the Christmas tree up. Um, is there anything else that we need to, that we need to talk about? I don't think so. I don't. I don't either. I can't think of anything that there would be to talk about. We've exhausted everything. Uh, yeah, I made a list. I made a really long list of things to talk about. And I thought, oh, that'll take two hours. So then I shortened it up by a couple topics. And what then, were some of the topics? I don't remember now. Oh. I just scattered them from my mind. There's two more days left. We've had nine days off because we closed the school for two days. Too. I don't want to go back to school. People, um, a couple extra days, but um, so I I think I wasted a lot of time this week. I oh, me too. I should have been doing some other stuff, but I should whatever. have studied a lot more. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to hear us talk about that. About our. I'm regrets. sure they want some more. I'm sure they want some more hot takes on the um, uh, Beatles documentary. Yeah. I said everything I wanted to say. It's funny listening to them talk. Let's go back to that for a minute. Listening to them talk (laughs) about where to do the performance because they wanted one guy wants to do it in an amphitheater in Libya, and (laughs) and like um, Ringo's like, I don't want to leave the country. Let's just do it here so I can go home and eat fish and chips after after the we're done or whatever. So knowing where they actually do the concert, it's funny to listen to them yeah. like discuss. Maybe we can do it on a cruise ship on or the way an to orphanage. on the way to Libya or whatever. I, we'll take fans from England all the way to the. It will do it in an orphanage or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then you like and you know that it ends up just being on the roof of the record of the record company or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was funny. It's funny watching that now. I one thing I actually will say I love the way that they dress, the way that the Beatles just, dress. I think they look great. Um, John Lennon has that fur coat on. He keeps saying, "Where he says that wearing continuity clothing." Yeah. <laughs> and then Paul McCartney says, "And they're gonna and when it's edited together, they're all gonna think that we kept changing our clothes every ten minutes while you were wearing the same thing the whole time." <laughs> I they think the good, Beatles are really funny. They like, are funny. People. They they're funny and they're funny together, and that's why watching that. Is weird because they're not like you can tell. Like you said, there's a distance there, and every once in a while, that sense of humor comes out in all of them. And you, they get along well enough, sure. and they they like each other, and they're sure. friends. But you can tell that they're not as close as they used to sure. be. Sure, that's what happens. That's what happens. All right, I'm trying to make this. Uh, <laughs> Make just it now it's, it's at that point where I just <laughs> I start talking about things as they just pop into my head. Yeah. But not much is popping right now, except that um, it's getting late. I'm a little tired. That's about it. I don't <laughs> think of anything. Do you want to end? Um, let's talk about this uh, highlighting. This highlighting pen that I have here. Let's talk about this Sharpie highlighter. <laughs> well, it's smear it's got guard. a great color. What do you have an opinion of this? What do you think of this? I think it's got a great color. Um, <laughs> it's it says it's got a smear guard on it, this. but I don't know. Let's. This isn't a video podcast. We can't really talk about it. ASMR. Oh, we could do a half an hour of ASMR. <laughs> Here, let me. I think our audience Are would rather. Am I activating your triggers? 
Is that what they say? I don't know. I don't, I don't listen know. to ASMR. I, there's I think, something about triggers. I, I don't think know. the it's audience activating is the proper is the proper term. I think the audience would would prefer it if we didn't do ASMR. Uh, I would prefer if we didn't do it. <laughs> Me it's a too. little strange that, that I've seen some of those things. Like a little strange. Um, so like I'm eating your ears or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> How is that gonna help me relax? <laughs> it just makes me feel wildly awesome. uncomfortable. Make me uncomfortable and make me like lose my mind. It's like somebody eating potato yeah, chips. Yeah, I in hate my ear. like chewing noises and stuff, so I don't get ASMR. Yeah. If it's like crunchy noises, like people like crunching leaves or something like right. that, I get that because it's like like a nice satisfying sure. noise or whatever. <laughs> but I don't want to hear you whispering in my ear. That's gross. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, or like typing on the computer. Yeah. Oh, that really relaxes me. Even though I can't sit in a room with a bunch of people typing, I'm like, I have to go somewhere else. This is too annoying. Yeah, I, I don't get ASMR. Uh, or crinkling tin foil. Does that? Do they do that? I think they try to make a noise out of anything, wouldn't they? Fl- flipping the 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 pages of a book. Oh, like there that. you go. <laughs> <laughs> or. Uh, Putting a bobblehead next to the and just hitting the bobblehead. See if that works. Put that. <laughs> Make some some bobbling noises. ASMR. What does it stand for? Let's look. Audio sensory. I knew this. Vi- I knew there was no way that it was going to end at an hour. <laughs> that we'd think of something. What does ASMR stand for? It's auto, auto, auditory sensory. Let Google something. tell us. Autonomous. What? Autonomous sensory meridian response. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> autonomous, uh, like an autonomous vehicle? Or like bodily uh, autonomy? Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's just, I don't know. Uh, okay. That's yeah. About it. Um, the pumpkin pie was good <laughs> yesterday. Oh, I had the green bean casserole for lunch today because oh. I didn't get any yesterday. It was good. It was I enjoyed it. Good. It was it was pretty good. Um, Is there still mashed potatoes? I want some mashed potatoes. I think there's a lot left. Okay. Well, I I'll some, go I'll um, go dig into know, that. I don't after know this. what we're having for dinner tonight. Um, I believe we're having spaghetti. Oh, oh maybe? yes. Possibly spaghetti. That's so basic. I like people that are like that. Uh, you want to eat? Uh, what can I get for you, sir? I'll have a bowl of... Uh, i have your spaghetti. Oh, that's so basic. Anybody can make that. Are you drinking from my water cup? <laughs> yes. I ran out of water in my water cup. <sighs> anyway, yeah. People that get... I used to work with a guy that we went to Italian restaurant. And I was like, I have the spaghetti with... Spaghetti? You can make that at home. And I was like, you yeah. can make any of this at home <laughs> if you go get the ingredients. <laughs> I usually get ravioli. Yeah, to make that at home, you just put it in a pot and boil it. Yeah, but I don't have the big it. the big olive it's garden so basic. ravioli. Yeah, cheese cheese ravioli. You can't make the bread. Well, you could make the breadsticks at yeah. home. Yeah, it wouldn't the, be the you same. You can make any of the stuff at home. Like it didn't make any sense. If you want to say that's really easy to make at home, okay, yeah, I understand. Chicken parmesan takes a little more work than boiling some noodles and putting marinara sauce on. Yeah, the, the, going out to a restaurant doesn't necessarily mean that you have to try some wild dish. It just no. means that you're not cooking that night. Oh, exactly. These are the facts. Yeah. These are the facts. These are the facts of the know. case. I don't know what brought that up because we're eating spaghetti. Because oh yeah, maybe that's what it that, up. I could be wrong. It triggered something. Like ASMR triggered, <laughs> triggered me. It's 
triggers. By the way, we're recording this in my den, and it's a little <laughs> disheveled right now because I've got stuff all over the place, books and things, and that need to be put away, and oh, I don't know where here's to put the them. Thing. So, this um, is a random topic that I'm bringing up because I saw the pen. Um, but we have those pens that's got like the blue, the blue end on it, um, and it's got like it's got multiple colors that you can use. Mm-hmm. I have seen that in multiple movies, and I I keep track. Okay. It was in the Eternals, it was in Thor, and it was in other movies that I don't remember. It was in Stranger Things. I know it was in Stranger Things, but it's been in it's been in multiple. So every time I see it, I get excited because I'm like, I have that pen. Including the afterword by the son of um, Frank Herbert, Brian Herbert. There's 884 pages in this copy of Dune. Were you even listening to my rant <laughs> no, about the pen? <laughs> no, I just suddenly was like, you know what? Let's see how many pages are in this book. 884. 884, including the afterword by Brian Herbert. Let me ask the son you something. Of Frank though. Herbert. Books book length. That can change depending on the size of the font. There are lots of things that can change book length. Um, like you're like, oh, I read a 1,200-page book, but there's 10 pa- there's ten words on every page. Like, um, yeah. what's that book? Those two books, um, Hugo, the Hugo Cabaret. Hugo and, like, oh, I what? don't remember the second one. But Aftershock. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder, Wonderstruck. Wonderstruck. <laughs> Aftershock. <laughs> Aftershock. <laughs> I was close. Wonderstruck. You weren't I knew close. It, <laughs> I knew it you involved had, light. You, I knew you, it involved electricity. You had the right idea. <laughs> no aftershock. <laughs> <laughs> aftershock is uh, it deals with um, tectonics. Earth. It sounds like a superhero <laughs> name. Aftershock. That's pretty impressive that I remembered that tectonics is uh, think deals with earthquakes and plates. <laughs> oh, um, aftershock! Yeah, yeah, aftershock. Aftershock sounds like a, uh, like a like a like a like uh, a energy drink. I was gonna say aftershock. You drink it, it and then like, like it reminds me of aftershave. Like no, it's either an energy drink or, <laughs> or like, like the name of a pro wrestler from the eighties. <laughs> aftershock. Or or it could be like some sort of men's um, body wash. Men's body wash. <laughs> Yeah, for like like tw- teenage boys, like you know, Axe yeah. aftershock or something like yeah. that. Yeah, probably smells terrible too. Yeah. Anyway, Hugo Cabret. And Hugo Cabret. Yeah, there's lots of Wonder pictures Struck. in it. Yeah. So it's 900 pages, but there's 500 very, of them are pictures. 500 yeah. are pictures, and then the other, the rest of it's, um, words. Bigger words. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, good. But yeah, They're like, great books. Yeah, like Les Misérables is 1,300 pages, but the typeface is really small. Yeah. I it need could to easily be two thousand pages. How I'm many about two hundred pages, pages into that as well. It's a lot. Eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred. It's a long book. Well, how long is Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind is like eleven hundred pages oh, or twelve hundred pages. I can do that. Then but, I can but read But the typeface is bigger. It's and not it's huge, like, but it's, and it's pretty like it's, simple. Reading. It's not simple reading, but it's it's easy. It's easier to it's read. It's simple reading. Sure, if you wanna, if that's how you wanna phrase it, that's fine. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna debate you. I will not debate you on this, Jerry. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? I don't. We don't need to go into that. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Aftershocks. <laughs> we were talking about books. Or oh yeah, because you said wonderstruck. Yeah. Wonderstruck. Okay, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Interestingly, the song Get Back by the Beatles, let's go back to the Beatles, um, they pointed out that they um, 
change the lyrics in the middle of writing it to make it an anti-white nationalism song. Mm-hmm. But then they changed it again because they thought people would misunderstand. Oh, and say and that, think they that they were they were white saying. nationalists. <laughs> they yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because if it's they're doing it in an ironic right, it was supposed to be a parody, way. but but in, yeah, the then, Beatles were in their serious phase, yeah. so no one would understand the parody. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because people, oh, did you hear what they're saying? Get back to where you came yeah, from. Yeah, they're telling that guy from Pakistan he should go back. Yeah. Anyway. But that's not what they meant. No, it was supposed to be making, f- they were making fun of that sort of thing. <laughs> they, were, they were meant to be making fun of people yeah. who thought that way. Yes. I wonder if you can hear us drinking our water through this. You can, if you listen very carefully. You can also hear us fidgeting with the microphones. Yeah, um, if you want to, you can go back and listen to all of... We were saying this, or I was saying this before we started recording, but you can probably hear me cracking my knuckles in In the back of every episode. You can hear my phone alerting text messages in every episode. Yeah, you can hear the... Because I I write the notes on Evernote. There's a plug for Evernote. Um, Today's episode is sponsored by Evernote. This this episode is, of our little talks is brought to you by Evernote, and Evernote. I don't know if they have a slogan or not. Take so I notes. Can't tell it. Take notes the new fashioned way, <laughs> on your phone with Evernote. <laughs> with Evernote, <laughs> transfer those notes digitally through the cloud to your laptop or other mobile uh, mo- other mobile device. With Evernote. With Evernote. <laughs> Free plugs for Evernote. Yeah. Um, we don't expect financial compensation, but we will not object if you if want, they to. want If they <laughs> want to give me some money, sure. I'll pro- I use their product. We so, should get a Dollar Shave I mean, Club usually sponsorship. Dollar Shave Club or um, Audible. No, Stamps.com. I was say, people don't do Audible. Stamps.com is a big one. Audible is more of a YouTube thing. It's such a hassle to go out in public and get things. So why not just sit at your house and do everything with Stamps.com? I think they Who wants to stand in line for two minutes <laughs> at, at the, the post, post office where you can actually put the envelope right in the mail after pine? I think that just do it from home would pay you a lot of money for that speech that you just gave. They probably would, but that's the whole the, the whole thing is it's so it's such a hassle to go to the post office. It's such a hassle to interact in public it's with like other human beings. It's like an infomercial where they make everything like such a big problem. Things that aren't big problems, they turn them into huge issues. Yeah. Like clipping your nails or whatever. Like, did you ever think, oh, it's such a, it's... Every, Don't you hate... Everybody, there's a post office within five minutes of just about any anybody who lives in a town. Such a, such a hassle. Such an inconvenience. I like going to the post office. It's fun. Forget you... going to the bookstore and just browsing and making selections. Just go online and order it and have it mailed right to your house. Now I I think mail ordering books is uh, the other thing with uh, mail mail ordering books it's a is crime fine against because humanity. it's easier to find no. some books online. Yes, yeah, you can't just go to Barnes and Noble or your local bookstore and you know do you have the so and so translation of the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Oh well, we've got this version. So then they got yeah. Because if you want like you. a specific cover, so or if something. you're like you know what, I'm just gonna order it, and have it dropped right at my door i understand the convenience part of it but you know what a book it's about not getting better big. hand delivered by a drone like stand you it's can't, a line from just a go bo the, burnham song just go to the post office the five the five times a year that you have to mail something go to the post office what's the problem I don't, sorry stamps.com 
You're not going to get my, I'm not promoting, <laughs> I'm not going to promote that. Yeah. In fact, we have, we're going to have a sponsorship with the U.S. Postal Service. Yes. <laughs> Stop at your local post office support today. Support your local postmaster. Buy stamps at your post <laughs> it's office a woman, today. Is it a postmistress? <laughs> oh, yeah. Post, oh, boy, you know, got to be careful. Post person. <laughs> Stop by the post office and ask your postal employee employee person for stamps stamps.com should be drummed people, up do should people who collect stamps do they purchase them or do they take them off of letters that they get uh some people purchase them in sheets because if you buy a whole sheet of it i think sometimes and preserve it it's more they're mm. more valuable if they don't have the postage because you buy the stamp, you put then, it on the yeah. envelope, and then they do the, and then they do the stamp for the local post I where think, it went from. That lowers the value. Let me ask you that. a question: Did they do I that think. by hand, or is it? It's like a, a machine. It's a machine. Now, but how can it be accurate? What do you mean? You know, it what if it like date? misses and like completely like smacks in the middle or something? It's, uh, it's a precision machine. This is the twenty first century. <laughs> <laughs> This is the 21st Why century. Is it... You can get a um, you can get a membership to a car wash and pull up, and it just looks at your license plate. And boom! They lift that's the gate, just, and you're that's in. That's just a scheme so that they can get your license plate number. For why? Why would they? So want they your can. License plate I don't know. They can run some sort of scam. <laughs> what the, they... the scam is is that you get you to pay twenty dollars a month for car washes. Which I would wash my car like every other day. I hate washing cars. Like doing it myself with because a bucket. A because I'm wash, short and I can't regular reach the car, roof. A regular car wash is 8 bucks. So if you get a $20. Oh, that's worth it. $20 a month. Wash your car oh, a five month? times. Never mind. <laughs> no, but you wash your car five or six times. You have times, to wash, you it, yeah, wash it every week. Yeah. But I'm sure it's bad for the environment to go to a car wash or something. So... I only wash. I everything don't have a car, but if I had a car, I would wash it. Human if it was beings, only when it was everything dirty. Everything we do is bad for the environment. All right. Anyway, I don't want to go off. <laughs> I don't want to go off on Why a tangent. Why is it twenty first century if we're still in twenty the two twenty twenty one or whatever? What are you talking about? What do you mean? What All am right, I talking? So about? the first century is zero, or if you're unless you don't believe in that, the year one through one hundred, right? Right. Because, so like, the, the 19th century, century is, is the 1800s, right? Right. Yeah. yeah are you feeling... Are you getting... Why? <laughs> zero to 99 is the first century. 100 to um, 199 is the second century. You see where this is going now? No, I understand how it works. So I'm asking why. So, if you why? just add it up to 19, 1900 no, to I, 1999... <laughs> I, I get that. I understand. I'm asking the 20th century. why. No, don't hold on. I look bad. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. We're do, we're gonna take a selfie. Yeah. And post to, this so that people can see that. Uh, that we're working on a new episode. Is it? <laughs> there we go. We had to stop and smile for a second. Uh, we'll okay, edit let me, that part out. We're let me look at it. Oh, it's gotta be approved. It's not even gonna go anywhere. Oh, I look cute. You can post that. Whatever you want. Uh, not as cute as I look, obviously. But, well, that yeah. goes without saying. So anyway, yeah, just think about it. Why the 1900s of the 20th century? 
Why? Zero to one. Zero to is it ninety-nine. Because there's zero. Okay, zero to ninety-nine. But what, what century is that? The first. Okay, so then what's one hundred to one ninety-nine? Oh, okay. The second. I get century. it now. Okay, Thank now you. I understand. Only Sorry. Took, only took ten minutes for you to get it. <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> no, we shouldn't move on. Yeah, we probably should. Um, what else? See, I wanted to. I wanted to close this thing out almost 20 minutes ago but i knew that we would but this is the tradition this is how the podcast goes but i I always think we have to have we have to have a topics list so that when we start talking (laughs) so that we don't get so that we don't just sit here and stare at each other and go (laughs) what should we talk about so you have a topics but then usually seems like we don't have as much to say on the topic we come up with side topics and i think that's part of the charm of this podcast is that it's very candid. which takes us back to the first topic thoughts on the one year anniversary i think what it's is great it? <laughs> <laughs> i think we've done a great job sure and so with uh, the, i have a friend who just started listening he's like i've i've been a subscriber from the, you know i've subscribed but i promise i'll listen sometime so it's like fake. start fake listening fan. fake no now listen okay well we don't a long time friend of mine okay sorry we don't want to lose any any subscribers uh, so i would not hello they're very busy they're very busy person yeah no obviously i don't know i'm just kidding listen and there are but there are thousands of podcasts better than this one i thought you were gonna say that we have thousands of followers no there are thousands of podcasts better than this one and so i would not begrudge them because they're like i listened to and they listed some podcasts and like i would listen to those too before i listened to to my podcast so this we have entered the self-deprecation segment. Well, no, the, I mean I think this the, is fine. I think that what we're no, doing is fine. No, I'm just, just saying because every it's just two people. Just, I've said this before. It's just two people talking. We're not trying to change the world here. Or are we? No. <laughs> okay, fine. Trying, I can I can I can barely get myself in order. There's no way I'm gonna be able to help change the world. All right. Well, I think if we did this for another seven minutes or so, that would be about sufficient. All right. Well, so I got to go back and cut some stuff out of this that I didn't like. But uh, anyway, any, well, don't cut anything, anything too important. You can just cut out the selfie part. Oh, no, but, we're leaving that in. Okay. Well, I was going to say me saying cut out the selfie part. If you do cut it out, people won't know what I'm talking about because I said cut out the selfie part. I heard they're making a live action Pinocchio. They are making a live action Pinocchio. Guess what? I'm not going to watch it. Well, there's a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised, frankly. Oh, you're going to make a live action version? Well, Did, what what is, happens at the end of this one? Does he get swallowed by a big whale? I don't know. I'm Could trying you, to figure out how they're going to... Is there a, like the a way cast list? Dumbo, like a woke Dumbo. I wonder how they're going to do make Pinocchio. Pinocchio woke. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name? What's the name of this movie? Pinocchio woke. <laughs> That's what the sure. people that are going to hate it are going to... I mean, when listen, they're going to be like, it's woke Disney. When they, that's when what they're going to be. They're going to call it Pinocchio woke. When you remake a movie for a modern time, obviously the sensibilities are going to have changed. Sure, a they bit. used to be a movie about having morals and staying on the straight and narrow path and listening to your conscience. How are they going to? How are they going to change that? Just do your thing, Pinocchio. Do your thing. Do be be you. yourself. You Just do, be yourself. You do you, girl. That's what it's going to be. Just be yourself, Listen, Pinocchio. I have no issue with the quote-unquote woke Disney because I never, like, it doesn't seem like they've changed I don't anything I don't, necessarily. I, don't I liked that they They are made, changing things. No. I liked they, Aladdin. Be, specific, not specifically, but one of the things that it. I liked about Aladdin was that they, instead of Jasmine just being there to, like, seduce people, she was, like, she, like had like a speech at the end like a monologue that she gave and was like 
But Don't she's do got that this. bright line in the original. Which is, I am not a prize to be won. Yeah, that's that's all fine. Girl and power. Yeah, no. Girl boss or she whatever was, it is you're always saying. It was a feminist character or whatever. But like in the the root of it, her her purpose at the end didn't exceed that, you know? Right. And in the new version, which a lot of people hated, but I thought it was I haven't good. Seen it. I don't know. I think you'd like it. I think you should watch I it. I just I've seen all the movies. I like I've said before, if if someone else wants to give a take on these stories, I'll I'll might be game, but I don't want to see the same company making um, different you know versions of the same I'm gonna write, movies. I think this is okay, no, never mind. I mean because I don't even I've said that multiple about times on this anymore, podcast, anyway. I think. But I, I think it would be I'm gonna make my own version of Beauty and the Beast because I think that I have some great ideas, and I think there should be a version of the, the Little Mermaid where the prince becomes a merman. Mer- oh yeah, becomes a merman at the end. A merman. A merman. Okay. Merman sounds like, I don't know, sounds like something. What are you doing there? Baking a cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say whenever I'm doing something obvious. I just, well, it wasn't obvious. And it comes from I the days back when I worked. Doing. Okay, fine. Back in the days when I was uh, a wheelchair <laughs> repairman, I was the guy was sitting on his porch, and I was like, um, had his. He was sitting in the wheelchair, his electric wheelchair, and I had it jacked up, and I was pulling a motor off and doing some repairs. Yeah. And a neighbor of his walked by and said, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "We're baking a cake." <laughs> I didn't know that that it came from. That. That's where it came from. And so now, whenever I do something that's blatantly obvious, I just say, I "We're I, baking a cake." <laughs> I think I do say that as well when other people ask me stuff. Uh, and then he looked at me and shrugged, like, "What is?" It? There's a movie. Um, I don't remember what movie it is. This guy's playing cards, and the character walks up and says, "Hey, guys, playing cards." It's like. Yeah. That's anyway. So, um, is that about it? We should probably wrap this up. I think we should wrap this up. I don't think it. the The last and again, the last twenty minutes are always the best part of this podcast. Um, really, it's really... getting to that twenty. That it's getting through that <laughs> trudging. Trudging through the first hour is the hard yeah. part. Just if you're listening in the future, skip the first half. Just skip right to the twenty minute mark. <laughs> or I could save you the trouble and just say, "Don't listen at all." <laughs> save you the hour and a half. Just don't listen to it. Yeah, save you twenty minutes of your life. Do you think we're good. the only podcast who tells people not to listen to their podcast um, and means it? Yeah, I think some people say it and. Um, and just as sort Listen, of like this isn't uh, for you guys. This is for us. So sure, sure. We do this for our own entertainment. Absolutely. If I wanted to do a podcast that was intended to benefit someone's life, we wouldn't talk about any of the stuff that we. No. Talked yeah, we about would have yet. much different topics. Yeah, I would talk about you know, um, I don't know. I would just talk about you know, I don't know. I don't know what I would talk about. <laughs> Something with sense it's of the morals. reason why we do this podcast right. <laughs> instead of one that we're, we're just throwing stuff at the wall here. We're just spitballing, as they say. Um, we talked about the lions, right? We talked about that. <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah, we had a we had a in depth discussion about the lions. Oh, I see. I see. Um, uh, what happened to my notes? I'm going to look at my notes. We talked about buy nothing day. 
And mm-hmm. I said I bought something. And I called people self-righteous. <laughs> Sanctimonious. Sanctimonious. Yeah. Sanctimony. Pharisaical. Hypocritical. Legalists. Hypocrites. <laughs> you hypocrites. <laughs> um, no, that's no. not. That's wrong. No. That's wrong. We're don't, just kidding. Don't. Uh, be merciful to me, a sinner. That's what you should be saying. That's what I should be saying. That's what you should be saying, young lady. I can't. What are you doing? I was... Oh, I haven't been able to hear us this whole time. <laughs> but now you plug my headphones in. All right. So is that it? I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. I think about wraps it up. I think you're right. I think so. I don't know um, <laughs> when we're going to talk again. Probably sometime before the end of the year, we'll do a couple we'll more episodes because Christmas yeah. time, there's some downtime. Yeah. And we're it's gonna, not as busy as Thanksgiving. We're going to be watching holiday. a lot of movies. Oh, So yeah. expect a oh. lot of hard-hitting facts and opinions about Christmas movies. Listen, coming you know what? Way. Here's another thing. You ready for this? <laughs> this is it. odd saying this in a podcast because podcasts are basically talking and having opinions. But the internet is just awash <laughs> with people's opinions and it's like, Everybody's got an opinion on everything. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes and you don't have to have an opinion on everything. People, I feel like people should mo- most of the time. I feel like you should keep your negative opinions to yourself. Yeah. Like if you didn't like so and so's new album, don't go comment it on everything and I was, well, I didn't like it and stuff. You know, you can have discussions with people. I think uh, the comedian. But you don't gotta be like the, that. the comedian Kevin Hart made like a you know he was talking to. Uh, Joe Rogan on his podcast. Yeah. He's like, we could say, we saw Titanic. Great movie. We really liked it. And he's like, some other guy will come in and be like, that was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And like, what? What, you de- what didn't you like about it? I hated it. And then some other guy will be like, yeah, I hated that too. Because it's just, just it's like. It's just a matter of opinion. Yeah. I mean. Some, opinions are good. It's good for sure, people to have I opinions. Should, but there's. This a- would totally end this podcast's reign uh, from actually taking place but if i was more like my grandfather yeah there would not be a podcast because he did not i didn't know what his opinion was on anything which is weird because some people are like mystery there's some people they're like my grandfather oh he never quits complaining (laughs) his opinions on everything i don't know what my grandfather i never knew what he thought about anything he'd sit in his chair and watch golf and you'd say something to him You'd say something to him, and he'd look over at you and not say anything, and just look back at the TV. He was or, a wise man. Yeah, or we'd go out, you know, we go do stuff. He didn't sit there and say, "Now listen, I want you to understand <laughs> something." <laughs> he just never knew what his opinion. I knew his opinion was, uh, "You uh, make sacrifices for your family. You do what you have to do it's to support your man. family." That was his his uh, moral stance on that, and uh, that was about it. Maybe, and like we watched, uh, he was a. A co-pilot of a B-29 in World War Two mm. uh, flew with Daddy Warbucks. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Daddy Warbucks didn't He's actually fly in the off, war. He made a lot Daddy of money Warbucks off the war. Daddy Warbucks is actually based off of your grandfather. But we watched uh, a movie, Memphis Belle, mm. which is not the same type of plane, but it's the same idea as World War Two. And when the movie was over, he didn't say anything at all during the, the movie. But then when the movie was over, we said, like, what did you think? And he said, the only thing they got right was how young everybody was. That was the only thing he said about it. And that's that's like very, like it says a lot. Which basically was basically pointing out how phony uh, <laughs> Hollywood actually the movies are not accurate at all. Yeah, it's movies, fantasy land, so movies, don't take it too seriously. Movies aren't made to be accurate. No, they're fantasies. Don't take even them too like, seriously. Even is it okay? Is it pronounced biopic or biopic? Biopic. Is it I biopic? Thought, I think it's biopic. 
Sure. I'm gonna well, say either biopic. One is fine. It's like even somewhere... like biopics, they don't. It doesn't sound right. Biopic. Biopic. Even bio, bio. even biographical movies, <laughs> they don't. They're not entirely accurate, and they make stuff up. Okay. That stuff that didn't happen, you know, because Hollywood is about money. There isn't everything about money though. Really, when it really boiled down to it. <laughs> Really yeah, that's why people don't want to rock the boat at their job because they're like mm, it might be harder to find another job so even though fine. i even though i don't really agree with something that's happening here eh, am i willing to overlook it because i need the money huh <sighs> who's to say right <laughs> i don't know i don't know where we're going with this I, we, we should get back to where we uh <laughs> began um, and talk about the one year anniversary. Okay, so I'm. I just want to say, as as we wrap this up, this uh, the one year anniversary of of this uh, chit chatting thing um, with my daughter. Uh, mm. I'm glad that we've done this. Yeah, me and, too. Um, I think we'll continue to do it. Um, it's been a good experience so far. Sure, my uh, <laughs> sure. If you say so. Yeah, whatever. I don't. I guess if you say so. Um, I. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is. I enjoy oh. our little talks. <laughs>